This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Daddy, we give you thanks, Daddy. Lord, we thank you. That song ministered to me, because just before I was teaching the water baptismal class, the word justification. It is the Lord that justifies us. It takes away all our sins, all our past mistakes, and replaces with His righteousness. Thank you for justifying us, O Lord. Thank you for showing us your mercy. Thank you for showing your mercy. We do not deserve it. We do not deserve it. We don't deserve it. It is the grace of God. It is the grace of God. It is by His grace that we give you thanks. Lord, we give you thanks for your mercy, for mercy, for your mercy, for justifying us, for taking away our sins, for taking away our guilt. Whatsoever we've done before, Lord, you will raise it, Daddy. That is what it means. That is what it means for justification. Daddy, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you thanks. Lord, we exalt your holy name, O Lord. Blessed be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are freed. Can we now sit majestically? I don't know whether you listen to the open heavens that the Jew said that we are all chair. That means you didn't listen to it. <laughs> we are all chairman. That is why we have your seat already. Can we sit majestically in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. I want to. First of all, thank uh, our Father and the Lord that gave me the opportunity to stand before you this morning. Uh, it's a privilege. I will not take you for granted. Thank you, Daddy. I know you are not here. Uh, and I know that uh, wherever you are, I know maybe you're on your way now, the Lord God Almighty will bring you safely back to us in the name of Jesus. Um, if I look back, I don't have any entitlement. I don't have any right to be in front of you. It's just the grace of God. It's just the grace of God. It's just the grace of God. Also, I want us to appreciate our mother in the house as well. I know they gave a testimony. They was kind of uh, let's appreciate her for the coordination for all that he has been doing. Please, is that how we can do? Please, can you please, please appreciate our mother in the house? Please, I beg you, can you appreciate her? Please appreciate her. Thank you, ma. We give God the glory for all that you have done for the church of the Lord. The Lord God Almighty will continue to reward you mightily in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Isn't it good to be in the presence of the Lord? Today is our Thanksgiving Sunday. Today is our Thanksgiving Sunday. And we can see what the Lord has been doing in our midst. It has been glorious, glorious testimony upon testimony. Father, we give you thanks as well. And to the theme of the month, which we've been mentioned several times as well, it's uh, the word, the word. The word, the word. And uh, since today is our Thanksgiving, and the theme is uh, the word, I try to see how I can strike a balance. And I come to a title which I'm going to share with us appreciating the word. 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 Isaiah, a theme, uh, uh, anchor verse for the month. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Isaiah 55, verse 11 to 12. He said, For as the rain comes down, 
Shall we start uh, from the from ten? Sorry, ten to eleven. That ten verses ten to eleven. See, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and the bread to the eater. Look at this: the seed to the sower first, and the bread to the eater. So shall my word be that go forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the things for which I sent it. So shall my word go forth from my mouth, and it shall not return to me void. That is to say, the word of the Lord Walk, fulfill a specific purpose in our life. The word of the Lord, whenever it goes forth, it fulfills a specific purpose in our life. And the word of the Lord will fulfill a specific purpose in our life in the name of Jesus. When the word of the Lord goes forth in your life, it will accomplish that which it is sent to in the name of Jesus. The word of the Lord will prosper you. The Lord of the Lord will prosper you. The word of the Lord will work for you in the name of Jesus. It has been working. And that is why we've seen a lot of testimony. That is why we are here today. Because the word of the Lord has been working in our life. And it will continue to work in our life in the name of Jesus. It will continue to work in our life in the name of Jesus. Also, Jesus Christ said in Matthew 24, 35. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will by no means pass away. That's Jesus Christ. By my, my word will by no means pass away. That means that which the Lord has said concerning us, that which the Lord has said concerning you, will by no means pass away until it is fulfilled in the name of Jesus. The word of the Lord will be fulfilled in our life in the name of Jesus. Also, the book of John, John 1, John 1, verse 1 to 3. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. All things. What did he say there? What did he say there? All things. That is, it is through the word of the Lord that everything is made. There's nothing that is made without the word of the Lord. That is to say, your rising up, your glory, your promotion, your good earth, your wealth, your peace, everything that you have comes from the word of the Lord. It has from the word of the Lord, from the word of the Lord, from the word of the Lord. So, it is at this instance of the word of the Lord that we rise. It is at the instance of the word of the Lord that we reign. It is at the instance of the Lord, word of the Lord that we are alive today. It is at the instance of the word of the Lord we have our provision. It is at that instance of the word of the Lord we live it is at the instant of the Lord we move, and it's at the instant of the Lord we have our being. So the word of the Lord is very essential 
to us. We need the word of Lord to have wisdom, to have understanding, to have understanding. So the kingdom of the Lord is driven by knowledge of the word of God, by knowledge of the word of God. So there's no ignorance. So our inability, or you say you don't know the word of God, is not tenable in the presence of God. That means we are missing out of the heritage the Lord has provided for us. So our inability to sufficiently understand the truth and the potentials of God's word will limit the eternal life that we have received through Christ. So if you have insufficient understanding and the potential of the word of God, it will limit what God has prepared for us. So it is essential for us to know the word of God. There is no ignorance. There is no ignorance. Being born again, as we all have to be, and very, very essential, and being saved does not automatically release the fullness of what we call eternal life. It doesn't release the fullness of what we call eternal life if you don't understand the application and the use of the word of God. It takes the knowledge and understanding and the wisdom of the word of God to understand, to, uh, to, to take part in what God has prepared for you and I, to what God has prepared for you and I. And that is why Paul made mention in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians 4, talking about ignorance is not allowed. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 and 18. He said, these I say, therefore, and testified in the Lord that you should no walk longer as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the fertility of their mind, having their what understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, but because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. Ignorance is not allowed. We need to know the word of God. Therefore, it is essential for what is of great essence for you and I to pay attention to the word of God. So what is this word of God that we're talking about? What is the word? What is the word? A few points here. What is the word? It is essential to know the word of God. It's essential to know the word of God. Before that also, I would just want to make mention of this, how important the word of God. In the book of Acts, 2032 been mentioned there that uh, it's Apostle Paul also says, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. He commended us to God first and to the word of his grace. So the word is very important, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among those who are sanctified. So it is you are among those that have sacrificed, but if you know that word of God, it's able to build you up, it's able to build you up to give you an inheritance among those that are sanctified. So to set yourself apart, to go beyond the extraordinary, you have to operate with the word of God. What is that word? The word is God himself. Is an expression of himself. The word is an expression of himself. The word is God and is the expression of himself. 
is the expression of himself. In the book of John that we just mentioned, John 1 said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. So whatsoever you call him, it will be to you. If you call him Jehovah Jireh, who is our great provider, it will be a great provider to you. And the Lord God Almighty will be a provider to you in the name of Jesus. So whatsoever you call the name of God, it will be to you. That is the word of God. If you call him Jehovah Nisi, who is our protector, he will guide you and protect you. The Lord God Almighty will continue to protect us in the name of Jesus. That is the word of God. The word of God is God and the expression of himself. He expressed himself through his name, through his word, through his word. The second definition to, to wrap quickly is the word of God is a revelation of the thoughts and intentions of God. It's a revelation of the thoughts and the intentions of God. Whatsoever the Lord is thinking about you, Whatsoever the intention God is having about you is there in the world. Is there in the world. So it is the intention of God for us. The Bible says uh, in the book of Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9. It said, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So it is the revelation and the thoughts and intention of God for you, for us. And what are the intention of God for you? Do you know the intention of God for you? Do you know the thoughts of God for you? Do you know the thoughts of God for you? Are you sure you know the thought of God? I share with you what God says about you. Feel what Bible verse said in Jeremiah 29 says, I know the thought I think towards you. Jeremiah 29:11 says the Lord, the thought of peace, not of evil, to give you what? A future and a hope. That is the thought of God for you. That is the intention of God for you. To give you what? Peace, a future, and a hope. And the Lord God Almighty will give you peace. He will, not, he will give you peace. The Lord God will give you peace. And your future will be settled in the name of Jesus. And your future will be settled in the name of Jesus. I'll give you another one. Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 3. He said, arise and shine, for your light has come. That is the intention of God for you. You will arise and shine in the name of Jesus. You will arise and shine in the name of Jesus. He said, arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. That is the intention of God for you. The glory of the Lord will be risen upon you in the name of Jesus. He said, for behold, darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you. That is the thought of God for you. That is the intention of God for you. The Lord God Almighty will arise over you in the name of Jesus. And say, his glory will be seen upon you. Say, Gentiles shall come to your light. Gentiles shall come to your light. And the kings to the brightness of your rising. So shall it be for us in the name of Jesus. So shall it be for us in the name of Jesus. 
in the book of Isaiah 11 as well. I will read on. He said, therefore your gate, Isaiah 60, 11. He said, therefore your gate shall be open continually. Therefore, your gate shall be open continually. The gate the Lord has opened for you shall be opened continually in the name of Jesus. It will not be short. It will not be closed in the name of Jesus. So therefore, your gates shall be open continually. It shall not be short day or night. That man will bring to you the wealth of the Gentiles. That is the thought of God for you. That is the intention of God for you. And man will bring to you what? the wealth of the Gentiles and their kings, their processions. Also, that same chapter verse, uh, Isaiah 16, 15 says, Whereas you have been forsaken and hated, and no one went through you, I will make you worth an eternal excellency. The Lord will make you an eternal excellency in the name of Jesus. Wherever you have been rejected before, the Lord will make you worth an eternal excellency in the name of Jesus. You will be a joy of many generations in the name of Jesus. That is the thought of God for you. And that is the intention of God for us. I'll give you another one. Isaiah 60, verse 20. Say, your son shall no longer go down. Your son shall no longer go down. Your son shall no longer go down. Nor shall your moon withdraw itself. For the Lord will, for the Lord will be your everlasting light. And the days of your morning shall be ended in the name of Jesus. That is the intention of God for us. That is the word God is thinking for us. And we can find all this in the Bible, in the scripture. It's there for us to tap into it. And I believe we need to tap into it. We need to tap into the word of God. And the word of God will work for us in the name of Jesus. When uh, I just give this illustration, just to buttress the fact that uh, the word of God is like a will. Will, W-L-I, that the Lord left for us. You know, when a man dies, he writes some things down. This is what I think. This is my thought. This is what I wanted to do. This is what I want to do when I'm no more. This, this land, give it to this. This out, give it to this. That is what is there in the Bible. And that is the will. That's the heritage that has been given unto us. It is now there for us to tap and get that heritage. That is why we need to walk with the word of the Lord. We need to walk with the word of the Lord. What are the areas of the world we need to appreciate God? I know God has been doing all these things in our life. The word of the Lord has been doing every, a lot in our life. But we just have to appreciate him. Because today is our Thanksgiving Sunday. We need to appreciate the effect of the word in our life. We need to appreciate the thoughts of God. The intention of God in our life. The first thing I have here that we need to appreciate God is being alive. That you are alive today, it's the grace of God. It takes the grace of God. It's true the word of God. It is true the word of God. The word has spoken and has gone forth. That you are alive, you are still standing in Christ. It is the word of God that is keeping you. That is the thought of God for you. He wants us to start. He wants us to stand in the Lord. He said, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And that is not of yourself. It is a gift of God. Ephesians 2, 8. It is a gift of God. Why don't you thank God that you are? Why don't you pray? Thank God. Take a few moments. Thank him. Thank him. Say thank you, Lord, 
that I'm alive today. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Where you are seated, let's give him thanks. That you are still alive, you are still standing in it all. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's thank God. Father, we thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you that you are still keeping me through your word. That I've seen in faith. That I still believe, O Lord. That I've seen in faith, O Lord. The Bible says it is the Lord's mercy. We are not consumed because his compassion faileth not. Let's give thanks to God. Let's thank him. Thank him from the bottom of your heart that you are still alive in Christ. Let's thank God. Father, we give you thanks. Daddy, we give you thanks. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The second point I have here that we need to appreciate the word of is for his protection. The Lord has been protecting us. The Lord has been protecting us in our going out and our coming in. It is the word. It is the word that has been gone forth. It is the intention and the thought of God that we are saved. That we are saved. That we are saved. Psalm 91 Verse 11, I'll start from 10. Psalm 91, verse 10 to 12 says, No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For the Lord shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. And in their hand they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. It is the Lord that has been protecting us. Brethren, I won't lie to you. I'm a living testimony. I'll just share this briefly testimony. You know, when I was in the uni, I kind of, uh, I know the Lord, but not really. I wasn't uh, uh, what we called, uh, I don't know what we call it, Jim Jim, Jim Jim Christian. Then I know the Lord. I know what he's called, but I know it wasn't. But God has been so marvelous to me in terms of protection. I could remember the day the court people strike in my university of Ife. I went to Ife. That same night, that same night, 9 p.m. at night, something just moved me that I should leave the school. I just picked my bag. Because my parents are in Oshogo Ife. I went to Ife. So I just picked my bag 9 o'clock at night. I just said, I'm going home. I'm going home. My friends in the where are you going? Why do you have to go at this night? I said, I just want to be at home. I just want to be at home. I went to the bus stop. Actually, I got the bus around 11 p.m. at night. And I entered my house at uh, just a few minutes past 12. My parents were saying, why, why are you here for God's sake? Why did you have to travel at night? I just said, I just want to leave. I just want to be at home. And that same night, the courtes came to the school and they strike in the school. And that where I normally read my book, I mean, I always have a special place to read. They struck there and they killed somebody there. It's and the funniest thing, the following morning when I woke up at home, I just picked my bag again, I'm going back to school. <laughs> My parents were like, are you okay? Is everything right with you? I said, I'm going back to, to school. I have a project to do. What don't you know that uh, you, you have a project? Before? I said, I'm going back to school. I didn't know that it was God that has been protecting me. That took me out completely out of the situation. 
God has been protecting us. I mean, little to my logic, to my little knowledge, then I was saying to God, God, why did you allow me to miss actions? These are the things uh, I should have. Because I, I wasn't there. <laughs> I was saying to me to myself, why did I miss action like that? Like, that is ignorance. Lord has been faithful. He has been keeping us. Several ways like that, God has been faithful unto us. Another testimony that briefly I will share it as well. This is another time, even in the university as well. I think the student rioted. They riot, they do a lot of things, and the VC then brought in the, the Mopo to school. It was that same day my tape recorder spoiled, and I decided to take, I said, I'm going to town to buy a tape recorder. Immediately my boss left the school, Mopo entered the school. Immediately the Mopo left the school, my boss entered back into the school. So that, that was what brought my argument. I said, why did I always miss actions? <laughs> that was then. That was then. Not knowing that it's the Lord that has been protecting. It is the Lord that has been protecting. The Lord has been, God has been protecting us. It has been protecting me one way or the other. I just want to take this moment to thank God. I appreciate the Lord. For every area the Lord has been protecting you. For all the Lord has been, just thank God. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. The Lord has been faithful. He has been protecting our going out and our coming in. He has been doing this. The Lord has been protecting us. Daddy, we thank you for your protection. Thank you for your thoughts towards us. Thank you for your intention that we will not pass, we will not see evil. The evil will not come near us. Daddy, we give you thanks. Daddy, Daddy we thank you. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's, Daddy, we thank you. Daddy, we give you thanks, Daddy. Lord, we thank you for all that you've been doing through your word in our life, Lord, for your protection, for our going out and our coming in. Daddy, we give you thanks, Daddy. Blessed be to your holy name, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The third one I have appreciating the word for his uh, provision. It is the Lord that provides. When you call him Jehovah Jireh, our provider, he provides for us. He has been providing for us and he will continue to provide for us. What do we need to do? But just to thank him. Give thanks to him. Give thanks to God. Remember what happened when uh, uh, they brought uh, fish and loaf of bread to Jesus Christ. And the bread and the fish and the loaf of bread were not enough. What did he do? He gave thanks. So whenever we find ourselves that it's, yeah, it's not enough, what do we do? Thank you for us. That is one of the principles of the Bible. We give thanks to God. God has been providing for us, and he will continue to provide for us in the name of Jesus. We do what we just have to do. We give thanks to the Lord. The Bible says in Philippians 4.19, it says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Jesus Christ. The Lord will continue to supply all our needs in the name of Jesus. I'll quickly go to the last one that I have here. Because of our time, time, appreciating the word for his direction and leading. Appreciating the word for his direction and leading. Bible says in Romans 8, 14, say, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. It is the Lord that has been leading you, that has been directing us. 
You know, it's not only big instruction, big guidance. If the Lord asks you to turn this side when you are driving, it is the leading of the Lord. It is Lord that is guiding us. We may not know all these things. We may not feel it, but the Spirit of the Lord has been directing us, has been guiding us, has been protecting us, has been leading us where we ought to be. Does he want you to thank him for this? Does he want you to thank him for this? He said in Psalm 32, verse he said, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eyes. Let's thank God for his guidance. Let's thank God for his leading, for his guidance. Father, I thank you. Thank you for your leading. Thank you for guiding me. Thank you for your direction. Thank you for all that you have been doing. I appreciate you. I appreciate your word. I appreciate your word concerning your leading, concerning your direction, for concerning your guidance. Father, we give you thanks, Daddy. Blessed be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, that we know the importance of the word, and the word has been working for us. How do we get that word to work for you? How do you get the word to work for you? Since we know that the word is God and is expression of himself. And we know that the word is the thought and the intentions of God for us. How do you get that word to work for us? I have here the first thing to do. So always thank God for all that he has done. We all just have to thank God. For us to get the word to work for you, give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. I'll quickly go through this because of our time. Give thanks to God. The second point I have here is that pray with the word. Pray with the word. Pray the word. Pray with the word. We need to pray with the word of the Lord. For you to get the word of God to work for you, pray with the word of the Lord. Pray with the word. When God says you are the head and not the tail, you continue to pray. I am the head and not the tail. You use the word of the Lord to pray. And that is how to get the word to work for you. When God says no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper, you continue to tap into that word. You use the word of the Lord to pray. That is how to get the word of the Lord to, to work for us. And also, number three, meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. The book of Joshua 1.8. Joshua 1.8. He said, this book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and uh, you will have good success. It is very important to meditate on the word of God. I just discovered something. I know it's a very long, but in the Bible, when I was preparing for this, do you know that uh, Solomon in the Bible could have avoided what happened to him if he had obeyed and listened and meditated on the word of God? Because when I was reading, I saw in the book of Deuteronomy 17, 14 to 20, I know it's a very long verse there. Moses already said something about how the king should behave. Had it been Solomon, 
had listened and uh, followed the precept of what the, 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 the Moses had said, he wouldn't have fallen to. I, I, I'll quickly read through it. Uh, verse 14 says, When you come to the land which the Lord your God is giving you, I think we have it there, yep, and possess it and dwell in it and say, I will set a king over me like the, all the nation. This is Solomon saying, I mean, this is Moses saying, that are all around me. You shall surely set a king over you, whom the Lord your God chooses, one from among your brethren. I, I know that we will we, we'll skip that. Uh, we'll go to nine, we'll go to 16. And now saying to them that the king that he selected, but he shall not, he's not giving them the one in that, but he shall not multiply horses for himself. That is talking to the king, nor cause the people to return to Egypt. To multiply horses. For the Lord has said, You shall not return that way again. 17 says, Neither shall he multiply wives for himself. It's written clearly there in the Bible. Neither shall he multiply wives for himself, lest his ass turns away. Nor shall he greatly multiply silver and gold. This is what Moses has written down, has asked them to. And he also gave instruction. He says, And also it shall be when he sits on his throne in his kingdom that he shall write for himself a copy of this law in a book from the one before the priest and the Levite. And it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his. Life that he may learn to fear the Lord is God and be careful to observe all the word of this law and this status that his earth may not be lifted above his brethren, that he may not turn aside from the commandment to the right hand or to the left, that he may prolong his days in his kingdom. And he and his children in the midst of Israel. This is what has been written. And he said he should do what? Studied it. Meditate it. And it's there. So meditating on the word of God is very, very important. Bible says that what have I written in my heart so that I will not do what? That I hide in my heart that I will not sin against it. We need to meditate on the word of God for the word of God too. Workforce quickly. Fourth point testify of the word. Whatsoever the Lord has done for you, testifies. When you testify, you receive more, more of the word of God, more of the word of God. And also, the fifth one have a Covenant. I call it. We, 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 I mean, I mean, my children correct me. I say covenant keeping God. We call it covenant, but the Bible says it's a covenant. It's a covenant. We call it covenant. I have a covenant with God. I say that that is not. It is covenant. Anyway, covenant keeping. Let's have a covenant. <laughs> you see now. He said I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Is a covenant. Let's have, let's make an agreement with God, and that is the way we can make the world to work for us. Strike a covenant with God. Strike a covenant with God. 
and the Lord God Almighty, and the world will work for us in the name of Jesus. And I will end on this point. The first six points is to have a relationship with God. Have a relationship with God. Have a relationship with God, which is very, very important. It's very, very important. Knowing the word and the application of it and the thought of God for us should be focused on God alone. The premise of our knowledge of the word and application of the word should be to know God. Should be to know God. Should be to know God. And have a relationship with God. Have a relationship with God. So the blind knowledge of the word, you know the scripture day in and out, doesn't equate to a relationship with God. It doesn't. And no, you know the very well that Satan also know the scripture. Satan can quote the scripture and that doesn't equate to what? Relationship with God. A professor of theology also know the word. They will know, the, they can quote the scripture. They can do a lot of things of the scripture. But that doesn't mean the man has what? Relationship with God. So for the word to work in our life, we need to go we need to have that relationship with God. We need to have that relationship with God. And it's very, very important. If you want the word of God, you want the intent and the thought of God to work in your life. Have a relationship with God. Have a relationship with God. Apostle Paul, as he is a Gentile, he knows the Bible, he knows the Torah, he knows everything. It says something in the Philippians 3, verse 10. He said, that I may know him. That I may know him. He knows the Bible, he knows the Bible. But he said, that I may know him. That I may know him. So it is very essential for us to have that relationship with God. If you want the word to work for you, if you want the word of the Lord to work for us, Let's have a relationship with God. And so, paraventure, you are listening to me here or remotely, and you are not sure of that relationship that you have with God. You are not so certain. Oh, you have that relationship with God before. And it seems as if uh, that relationship is gone. I want us to pray to God. Call upon the name of the Lord. And the Almighty God to establish that relationship back with you. Establish that relationship back with you. Almighty God is always ready to welcome us, to welcome you. He's always ready to have a relationship with you. Let's pray to God. Whatever you are, if that relationship is dented, if that relationship is not great as it used to be, and where you want it to be, it is not there. And you want the word of the Lord to operate in your life. It didn't just come like that. We need that to have that relationship. Let's pray to God. Establish my relationship with you. Apostle Paul said that I may know him. That I may know him. That I may know him.
call upon the name of the Lord, that I will know you. I want to 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 have a relationship with you. Let's pray to God. Let's pray to God. Brother, establish that my relationship with you. That I may know you. That I may know you. Knowing you, Jesus. Knowing you, there is no greater thing. You're my all, you're the best. You're my joy, my righteousness. all about knowing God. It's all about knowing God. Where is your relationship with God? Where is our relationship with God? Let's call upon the name of the Lord. Establish that relationship back. Let me have everlasting relationship with you. Let me have my, my relationship back with you, Daddy. Move me, O Lord God Almighty. To dwell in your court, to know you more, to know your power, to know what you have for me, to know your intent and your plan for my life. Let's pray to God. Let me have everlasting relationship with you, Daddy. Give me that grace, Daddy. Father, we give you glory. Thank you, Jehovah Jireh. We worship and adore you. In Jesus mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. 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 Before we go, I want us to pray. Rise up and pray as well. Let's rise up and pray to God. Let's rise up and pray to God. I want us, because today is our Thanksgiving Sunday, the Lord has been great to us. The Word has been working for us. I want us to pray to God, Father, thank you for your word in my life. Thank you for your word in my life. Pray to God. Daddy, I thank you for your word in my life. Thank you for your thought and your intention for my life. Thank you for all that you have been doing. Let's call upon, let's give thanks to God. Let's give thanks to God. Let's give thanks to God for his word, for his work that has been manifesting in our life, Daddy. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your intention for my life, oh Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank Thank you for your provision that I've received, Daddy. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Let's thank God. Thanks, thank God for where the word of the Lord has been working for you. You know it. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. If it's by provision, let's thank him. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your word that has been working in my life, Daddy. Thank you for your word that has been working in my life, Lord. 
Lord. Let's give thanks to God. Let's give thanks to God. Let's give thanks to God. Father, thank you, Lord. Daddy, we give you thanks, O Lord, for your word in our life, for your word in our family, for your word in our homes, for your word in the church of the Lord, for your word in our nation. Daddy, we thank you, Lord, for your word that has been working for us, for your thoughts and your intention that has been working in our lives. Daddy, we say thank you for the provision. Daddy, we say thank you for your protection. Daddy, we say thank you for leading us. Daddy, we say thank you. Thank you for your word. Father, we bless your holy name, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. I want us to pray finally. Father, let your word continue to work for me. Let your word continue to work for me. Call upon the name of the Lord. Let your word continue to work for me. Let your word continue to work for me. Let your word continue to work for my family. Let your word continue to work for my family. Father, let your word be my only guide in life. Let your word be my only guide in life. In the name of Jesus, let your word be my only guide in life. Let your word be my only guide in life. Let your word be my only guide in life. Let your word work for me, daddy. Let your work continue to work for my family in my place of work, wherever I lay my hands upon. Daddy, let your work work for me there. Let your work work for me, daddy. Oh Lord. Father, we bless your holy name, O oh Lord. Daddy, we worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jehovah Jireh. We honor and adore you, daddy. We give you all the glory. We give you all the adoration. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Still in that attitude of thanksgiving, let's thank God for his faithfulness. His word is never lacking in our midst. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.